Today is Friday, July 1st. The title for our devotional is We All Need More Patience. Galatians 5.22, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, or patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Yesterday, we discussed the two lexical definitions of the term here translated forbearance. One is a state of remaining tranquil while awaiting an outcome, and two is the state of being able to bear up under provocation. So it's easy to see how the meanings are related here. It's also easy to see how believers need both senses of patience in their lives. I, I, I tried doing like a first cut of this um, by writing out these with individual applications to each definition, but I found it quite difficult because they're so related. Both meanings blur together in their applications, so I think I'm going to take them both together here. The return of Jesus is the outcome that we are awaiting with the greatest anticipation as believers. We long for his better country, his return to make wrong things right and restore creation to its Eden ideals. This we long for and must await with great patience. Every generation of Christians since the first century has been called to patiently await this outcome without seeing it come to fulfillment, and we are called to do the same. Next, when we face suffering or persecution, we must await the deliverance of God without doing evil. When we face provocation, we are called to still love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. We are called to wait for the salvation of the Lord. As Peter and John awaited the deliverance from the Lord in prison, so we often patiently await God's deliverance when persecuted. As Paul's thorn in his flesh was not removed from him, but Jesus reminded him, My grace is sufficient for you, so we must often endure suffering until the appointed time. We also must patiently await the spiritual growth of our brothers and sisters in Christ. We often try to expedite this process in our spouse, our family members, or our friends. This often leads to frustration and enmity in the relationship. We must remember that spiritual growth is produced by the work of the Spirit in another's life. Like the farmer, we can cultivate the soil, but only God gives the growth. Like the farmer, we can wait patiently for the growth before harvest time. In conflict, fourth and finally, both disagreements and when we experience offenses, we must learn to patiently endure because human anger does not produce the righteousness of God, as James 1.20 tells us. Our natural instinct is often to either run from the conflict altogether or to retaliate and harm or offend the other individual. The process of reconciliation, however, often requires long stretches of patiently bearing under the provocation and allowing God to work in the situation until it can be resolved in a healthy manner. Our desire for control often gets in the way of patiently allowing God to work. So we readily take matters into our own hands without considering that God may be telling us to wait. In the process of waiting, God often softens our own hearts and the hearts of the others involved in the conflict. So the key there is knowing what God is telling you. Is God leading you to wait patiently or is God telling you to act now? For reflection time today, think of the last time you lost your patience with someone and lashed out. What was the cause of it? What can you do to remember to rely on the Holy Spirit for patience in moments of provocation? Think of the last time you were unable to wait for a desired outcome and took matters into your own hands and it didn't turn out so well. How can you better seek God's will and trust in Him for His timing in achieving outcomes? How can you surrender outcomes to Him and simply do what He is calling you to?